Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by co-host Aaron Keller. And today, we have the 2022 Wayne E. Kirch Conservation Award recipient in our office, Elena Larson. Elena, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> and then we also have Heidi Anderson, who is the dir- executive director of Truckee Meadows Park Foundation, which is where Elena works. And she also nominated Elena joining us over the phone. So Heidi, thanks for joining us over the phone and taking the time to talk with us. Yes, thank you so much for having us. Of course. So For those of you who don't know, we've talked about it. It's pretty much an annual podcast, but just in case you don't know, um, our Nevada Board of Wildlife Commissioners, every year they give this award um, annually to people who have demonstrated significant results toward conservation, management, or enhancement of wildlife during the award year. So with that being said, Elena, how does it feel? Were you surprised? How did this, how did you find out about all this? Um, I was very surprised um I knew Heidi had nominated me um last year she did tell me that so that was very (laughs) exciting and I felt you know very supported and happy to even be considered for a really cool award like this um and so then when I got the email um that I had won I I talk a lot and I was speechless (laughs) if I'm being honest I didn't really know (laughs) what to say or how to like even respond to the email um but I was just I mean humbled and really excited that the work that we're doing as an organization is being recognized um, on this level, which is really exciting. And then just so people know, and in the second half, we'll take a deeper dive into all of the work you do, but what what is your position? So you're at Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation. What exactly is your role there? Uh, my role within the organization is doing habitat restoration, um, primarily focusing on the old Rosewood Lakes golf course, um, right off Veterans, kind of by Hidden Valley. It was decommissioned in 2015, um, historically has had, you know, about 51 acres of wetland on it. And so trying to rehabilitate that area, get the habitat back to a functional wetland system. And then with that, all of the wildlife that we can hope to attract back to the area. Um, We see it a lot with the birds um, in particular, who are you know, pretty much known for a lot of wetland necessity for their life cycles and things like that. So that's been a big one. But we've even seen mule deer out there this year, which has been really cool, Mm. just kind of poking around. Um, So it's been really exciting. I actually live out that way, and I love that area and seeing all the wildlife there. They're hanging out. It's coming together. Yeah. It's really exciting. It really is super important work you do. Heidi, um, how did you go about the nomination process, and how did you pick Elena? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so um, I, you know, just saw notices that this award nomination process was open, and I couldn't think of a better person than Elena. At the end of the day, she lives and breathes wildlife conservation. <laughs> um, you know, she is, that's what she does, you know, five days a week, you know, eight hours a day. Um, in addition to on the weekends, she's uh, doing programming and volunteering out at Walker Basin and um, supporting the tribe 
very deserving. And I actually have the press release that we sent out um, on Elena winning. And I remember it was hard to trim it down and make it like clear, short, quick and concise because of all the amazing work that you've done. So it was kind of funny. Um, we were like, this person's obviously very deserving while writing the press well, release. <laughs> Yeah, Heidi, obviously you knew you nominated her, but I like you said, that had to be, it's still exciting when it actually comes through and you find out she won. So when did you find that out? Um, I actually found out a few days before Elena did, which was probably the hardest thing I've ever had. <laughs> Yeah. And then you guys as Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation as a whole, we work with you guys a lot here at Endow. And I mean, this, um, I guess we could say program specifically the Rosewood study nature area or project. Um, how important has that been for the organization, Heidi? Um, honestly, this project is huge for the Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation. It is basically our Project that we've completely taken on ourselves. We've done some other capital projects with like the Reno, Washoe County, that type of a thing, um, but really just taking on a restoration project on our own. Um, Elena not only does the restoration, but she manages an entire team, a, a crew of restoration technicians out there, while also adding programming to it and just having a presence and space in the community for. Uh, people to come and learn about conservation is not only huge for the Parks Foundation, but I feel like it's huge for the community and such a great, valuable asset for the community to have. Exactly. The community and us here at Endow. I mean, that is so important um, for us, too. We love to hear when work like this is happening and see it being a success. Um, so... Elena, now we know that you work at uh, Rosewood Nature Study Area, vice president, led that effort. Um, so what is your background and how did you come into that position? Um, yeah, well, I was born and raised in Sparks, technically, but, you know, Reno, Sparks, all the same thing. Um, so I've lived here my entire life. Um, and so I do, you know, I remember Veterans Parkway being constructed. I remember Rosewood when it was a golf course, not that I ever golfed there. Um, but I remember, you know, and then it closing and watching it kind of go into disrepair just kind of being taken over by weeds because we all know how fast that can happen um and so you know just having a project that like that in my you know quote unquote backyard has been um something that I was really excited about and so when I had first started in college I did wildlife ecology and conservation was my bachelor's degree so I do have that background in wildlife I thought maybe I would you know maybe come work for Endow or something like that Um, and then I did a minor with range management and a minor with biology Um, and then I'm a bit of a nerd and I really enjoyed school so I took a couple years off and then I went back for a master's in conservation biology um, which was sometimes depressing um, when you are in those classes on, you know, how much everything's kind of falling apart and all the the short time you have to put things back together. Um, And so when I graduated with there, I started uh, an AmeriCorps term with Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation, which was my, I did an AmeriCorps term when I was like 20 with GBI, Um, but I did an AmeriCorps term to do outdoor education. So I was a naturalist educator working with kids, Um, really liked the nonprofit 
world and just the um, the support that you kind of feel with those community outreach groups of you get the immediate impact of what you're doing it's not like years down the line you're like oh yes I remember putting that tree there um, but you actually the kids are there and they're excited or the parents are making connections or things like that and so then when the planning phase was opening up for the restoration project and I was like I could do that like that's very much my background <laughs> yeah. I'd love to stay with the organization and so I applied and crossed my fingers and here we are. Here you are. <laughs> yeah, Heidi, um, one last question for you is how does it feel to see an AmeriCorps? I mean, that has to be cool. See an AmeriCorps excel and come this far <laughs> and look at her now, award winner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look at her now, award winner. <laughs> um, it, it's pretty amazing to watch our AmeriCorps members come through the program. We spend a lot of time doing professional development. Elena, um, plans and coordinates monthly professional development for our AmeriCorps members to learn and grow as much as they can through their term of service and then watching the different places that they go. Um, like our AmeriCorps members have been um, hired on at like the Department of Wildlife, um, the Nevada Department of Environmental Protection, uh, lots of different places like that. So just being able to see the progression and the growth and be able to say we got to be a part of not just making an impact within the Parks Foundation, but um, out across other organizations as our AmeriCorps members go on to do amazing things. That really is amazing to see and I do know that we, I mean the AmeriCorps program at Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation is so important to us even here at Endow. I mean a lot of our employees yeah, come from there. Yeah, we have quite a few educators that are from the AmeriCorps programs. And yeah, yeah so we have um, our own educators, and then we have our Kirch Award winner, All AmeriCorps. <laughs> so very cool program. And actually, um, Heidi, how could people get involved in becoming an AmeriCorps? Yes, so really there are so many opportunities, whether you want to work in environmental education or you want to get into the agricultural world or um, really across the board, pretty much anything you want to do. But um, really if you want to get into in anything environmental, AmeriCorps is a great way to do it. Uh, you can go to their website. You can go to our website and then find the different positions we have available. Um, or you just Google AmeriCorps and you're going to find so many opportunities in lots of different places. There's something for you for sure. Exactly. Lots of opportunities out there. <laughs> And then, Heidi, is there anything else you want to say? We'll probably wrap up the first half here pretty soon, and then we'll get more into all the projects Elena has worked on um, over the last couple years. So is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap up and let you go and get on with your day? <laughs> I, just a big old congratulations to Elena. We're very lucky to have her at the Park Foundation, the amount of um, different that she does in her position from grant writing to active restoration to reporting to marketing um she does it all so congratulations thanks boss <laughs> and thank you heidi so much for being here and giving us some background and insight on how it has been working with elena um, we appreciate you taking the time to join us so thank you so much you too. And we'll let that kind of wrap up our first half. And then like I said, when we get back, we'll get into all of the specifics 
on the work you've done. So we'll be right back after this quick break. You are listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we are joined by our very own um, 2022 Wayne E. Kirch Conservation Award winner, Elena Larson with Truckee Meadow Park Foundation. Um, Elena, thank you again for being here. And in the first half you told us what you do, but I wanted to get into the full backstory of it. Um, So could you get into how the whole Rosewood Nature Study area came about you said it was like 2018 2019 yeah so our first executive director Nate Daniel um was the one who kind of spearheaded that effort into getting a operating permit for the old golf course for doing restoration out there um so that was mostly it was being shut down they had looked at it for possibly being a golf course again in the future um with the new road coming in but it it just wasn't feasible it is a wetland it wants to flood um and if anyone tries to keep grass alive in Nevada in general, it's hard enough, especially, but then when it's getting covered in water all the time, it's just pretty much impossible. Um, so it wasn't really feasible to be a golf course anymore. And so it was, what can we do with this open space? Um, and so a, one of the pillars of the Parks Foundation is stewardship of open spaces in this particular area was getting overrun with a lot of invasive weeds like tall white top, um, kochia, loose strife, which is beautiful, but not great to be out there. Yeah. Um, And so in 2018 was when we started our planning grant with AmeriCorps to do the planning efforts on how we would get an AmeriCorps team out there and what we would feasibly be able to do as far as treatment to the land um, with invasive removal, rehabilitating some of the trails, and then getting the native plants back out there um, so that hopefully the more habitat that is available, the more wildlife will utilize the space. It's kind of the overarching goal. Got it. So then from there... You became vice president? Yeah, so I started as the program director, okay. which is, I guess, it's very... You said uh, your so many things changed a lot. Change a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, so as far as, like, AmeriCorps, I run the program. So I am the program director for the Wetland Restoration okay. Program. Um, my title within the organization is Nature Study Area Vice President. But, um, yeah, so in 2019 was our first crew of AmeriCorps members that we had out there. Um, and then we were able to open to the public, I believe, in 2021, um, which is another huge goal is just to get people out there and excited about nature and involved in the restoration um, just so they have a sense of, I don't want to say ownership, but a sense of pride in the space if they participated in any part of the restoration or helping out with any volunteer days, you know, being able to go back and actually look at something and be like, hey, I helped with that and feel really connected to the project and the space and wanting to keep it around. Yeah, and being in Con Ed's or in Endow's con ed division which is the conservation education division we could really appreciate the work (laughs) that goes into connecting people with nature and also into like public outreach events Mm -hmm. and it looks like you held a ton of events to get people out there 
Yeah, uh, we do a lot. Um, so we do at least two planting events a year. We do a spring plantapalooza and a fall plantimonium. Um, plantimonium, October 7th, oh, um, to no. try to get um, as many of the native plants in the ground as we can. And we baby them pretty heavily for at least a year, hoping that they will be able to you know, establish. Um, but we don't have widespread irrigation out there and things like that so you know we do have we expect a percentage of die off but we're hoping to get ecologically appropriate plants out there that can survive and are adapted to that environment um so that's one of the things so not only do people come out and help us physically plant the plants but like talk about why native plants as opposed to ornamentals what they're more helpful for um you know why we're planting it in this zone versus this zone because we have like bank stabilization plants versus just like ground cover plants that can outcompete some of our more troublesome invasive species um, and things like that. So those are really fun. And then we do the Carpe Diem once a year, which is kind of our grand opening celebration, um, which we partner with Endow. Thanks, Jan, on that. Um, (laughs) All things fish. Um, You know, carp, not great for the environment. So it's a big fishing to try to get people to pull carp out. um, And then we donate the carp to the wildlife rehabber up in um tahoe who does like the bear and all that so we're not just like tossing the fish out or anything um and then uh so that's we had like 143 people or something like that at the last one um and they come out and just fish for a few hours get prizes buy snacks Um, we had jan on to talk about our carp derby and i think he mentioned um rosewoods and it always sounds like a good time it's fun (laughs) yeah they got some monsters uh in there yeah. And you wouldn't think so when you look at you it's like this little right, body it's not of water deep, yeah. and there's yeah. these monster fish in there. Yeah, and they, I'll see them like jump sometimes and I'm like, "Okay." I love seeing them jump. I actually so I said I live over there and I go running um on a trail back there and it's all along the water and I love to see the carp jumping. Yeah, they're just randomly just boop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really all the wildlife yeah. like I mentioned out there. And then um, also working with local HOAs, it sounds like. Yeah, so a lot of that is just trying to, especially at the beginning when the golf course had originally shut down, there was talks of it being a nine hole. There was talks about having the driving range open. Um, There was a, I think, separate private club that was looking at what they might be able to do with it for a golf course. So there was a lot of up in the airs. And so we wanted to make sure that the neighborhoods that surrounded Rosewood knew what we were doing, why we were doing it. Um, that it wasn't us that was deciding it wasn't going to be a golf course. It was decided that it wasn't going to be a golf course. And so now we're trying to figure out what to do with this space. Um, So as much as we can, we like to work with the HOAs in the area. We'll send out like the volunteer opportunities or just kind of keep them in the loop on what we're doing. Um, And yeah, so it's been, they've been pretty supportive, honestly. Um, And a lot of people now enjoy coming to walk the trails, which is always great. Yeah, we often see with um, with programs that are getting off the ground, there's a little bit of contention. Mm-hmm. But then once the project starts rolling, like you said, there's a little bit of ownership and it gets a little nicer, a little nicer. Yeah. So I could see that as far as the, the plantings being successful and the trail is becoming a little nicer mm-hmm. and um, people really start to like that sort of thing. Right. And, you know, and I'm sure somebody paid a lot premium to be on a golf course and we're probably, you know, I would also probably be salty. Um, and so, yeah, right. And so, you know, I get it. And so we really just tried to build that trust with the with the neighborhoods and be like, you know, we want to do this. This is a community space. We want your input. Um, so we invited them to all of our, you know, public forums. We have public comment available for anybody who wants to reach out, really just making sure people know that this is for the community and we want to do 
what they would use. I don't want to just like put something out there that everyone's like, I didn't want those. Yeah. You want to make sure they're still able to use it. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is a whole job on its own. Just working with the community. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What were you going to say? I was just going to say that as far as other things that you could move next to a nature study area is pretty cool. Yeah. Right. Especially, yeah. If you're a bird watcher of any sort of level, just like out your backyard, you're like, oh, look at all these 16 different species that are just really cool. Just all the walking trails Mm -hmm. and, I agree. And so you and your team, well, you invested tireless hours <laughs> into this, um, as Heidi mentioned. But um, I know you led a team of AmeriCorps, and you guys planted 1,500 native plants and grasses and over 25,000 or over 25,000 hours of volunteer work um, was invested into this project, and that actually secured a million dollars in funding for habitat restoration and education in the state, which is awesome. And that's a big part of why our AmeriCorps program is so important. Um, how did, could you just highlight the, I know you wanted yeah. to highlight the AmeriCorps because <laughs> they were such a big part of this. Part. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that makes me sound really cool. Um, <laughs> but so much of what is actually being done, the active restoration, the the boots on the ground, the getting dirty into the into the environment. So much of that is done by the AmeriCorps members. Um, and any AmeriCorps program, these people are committing themselves to a term of service um, to support community needs. So my program focuses on at-risk ecosystems. We have the Student Stewards Program at the Parks Foundation that does environmental education or outdoor education with K through 12. And we also have VISTA programs that help with our capacity building. But the AmeriCorps members are absolutely the backbone of the project and the ones out there day in and day out in the heat or the snow or the rain or when the ticks are around um, and all that stuff that are really, you know, removing the invasives, they're planting the natives, they're doing the trail work and they're doing it for essentially a community good for a very, very modest living allowance. Um, So they're extremely dedicated individuals um, who love what they're doing. And then we hope that this will give them the required experience to move forward in a natural resource field, um, which can as I'm sure you two know, be difficult to get into um, without experience of some sort. Yeah. And as we were saying in the first half when Heidi was on, I mean, we have tons of employees here at Endow who were AmeriCorps. You were AmeriCorps. And <laughs> <laughs> look at you now. So, um, and I told you, I know Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation, or the reason I first had found out about it was because I know, um, Obviously, I work closely with Julie, who's in our office here at Endow, and um, I know that we work with you guys a lot through the AmeriCorps program. Could you explain how that works? Yeah, of course. Um, So we have the grants through AmeriCorps. Um, So my program, like I said, is the at-risk ecosystem. And then the student stewards program is a still an AmeriCorps program, but a different one um, that focuses on education through with K through 12 primarily, but basically any education. And so we have what's called host sites. So Endow, you are a host site. So the AmeriCorps members that are on our grant are serving with you here in an education capacity and we have um, that program has host sites all over the area so like keep trekking meadows beautiful um what are some of the greenhouse project sorry devin i can't think of all your host sites there's so many um but a lot (laughs) in the area with other nonprofits that have very similar goals for education and environmental um, conservation that's very very cool and i was just thinking that how cool it is that 
I'm sure the Education AmeriCorps work with your... Yeah, so we'll collab a lot with, especially the programs and stuff, um, because, you know, we're really good at pulling weeds and nerding out Mm -hmm. with people on all the fun stuff that we do and all the wildlife that we see. Um, But his program, the Student Stewards program, is definitely better at um, making that very engaging for children um, and being able to... (laughs) Yes, right, Right. yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, they're great for, and it's really fun because a lot of what they do is, is the education portion of, you know, our efforts as well as, you know, we're the, you know, this is what they're teaching, but this is how it's practically applied. So it works very well together. Yeah. And planning, I'm sure it helps out as far as like planning trails or Mm -hmm. places where you're going to take students and stop. Yeah. Okay. We're going to walk past this part because it's not as pretty. Yeah. Don't don't look at that. Yeah. Don't look Mm -hmm. at that. Yeah, those are weeds. These are good, though. <laughs> yeah. So what is next? What can we expect to see out of the area? Well, we are hoping the next big thing is a fishing dock, um, Ooh, which we are trying exciting. to raise the last bit of money for for that. So we'll have um, you can kind of go out into, you know, our little pond area and fish from there. Also, hopefully we'll use it for, you know, our camps and science education for water sampling and things like that. So that's another big one that we're actively fundraising for um, that will hopefully come around soon. And then the only half of the trails are open right now, just for safety reasons. The other one, the weeds have over, you you get lost. Um, And so we're hoping by the end of this year, we'll have the rest of the trails open. So we'll have about five miles of trail um, that people can come out and enjoy. I'm really excited to yeah. see this all happen. I will be using them. Yes. <laughs> um, is there anything people could do to help anywhere you want to send people? Um, I mean, just getting involved is great. We have like membership to the Parks Foundation. Like as an organization, you can be a member and you do get perks with that. We do like member only events and fun things like that. Um, volunteering is great. So we do, like I said, multiple volunteer events a year um, or just kind of come in and get in the word out. So even if you have been to one of our programs or come to the nature study area and you tell someone about it, want to bring someone with you the next time. Um, we do have a desert tortoise out there now. I'm trying to use him as a Ooh. way to entice people <laughs> yeah. to come hang out and meet Peavine Pete. Peavine um, Pete, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, just getting involved and just getting, you know, getting out there. The techs also love to hear from the community. They feel um, you know, when they're out there doing the work and someone comes over and just says like, hey, this is great. We love the space. Um, even something as small as that is really helpful. But yeah. And I know Heidi mentioned it in the first half, but for someone who is listening and they're like, that is my passion. I want to be one of those people with yeah. boots on the ground. Um, where do they go? Yeah. So we recruit ideally twice a year. So we have our techs that are going to be starting next month, which is, well, gosh, next week is next month. Yes. Um, And then also we'll be recruiting for people to start in February-ish. So we'll be looking for about eight to 10 people for that position. Um, If anybody wants to come out, um, anybody 17 and older. (laughs) Okay. Um, Who is, yeah, 17 plus, I think is the, at least 17 years old. Um, is the main requirement, but it'll go into it on the website for AmeriCorps, or you can go to tmparksfoundation.org is where we, um, join the team is where we have all of our positions listed. If the boots on the ground is a little bit intense, we also do have the naturalist educator positions. We also have a Rosewood educator, which is somebody who hangs out in our visitor center and does all the education for people visiting the nature study area. Um, So building exhibits, communicating with the public. Um, if you enjoy just talking about how cool nature is, that is the spot for you. <laughs> There's a little something for everyone, it yes. sounds like. Mm-hmm. I'm more I think that would be more my 
<laughs> the right? You're like, I love all this stuff. I would just love to tell you <laughs> yeah. about it. Exactly. And then, so you have an event coming up October yes. 7th, you said? Yeah, we have a couple. So uh, September, I believe it's 16th, is um, with partnering with KTMB for their Truckee River Cleanup Day. Course, um, we're yes. doing a tree planting out at Rosewood. So if anybody wants, that would be through KTMB. Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful. Sorry, I always use the acronyms. Mm-hmm. Um, through their website to sign up for our location, as well as on October 7th will be our fall plantimonium, which is also Desert Tortoise Week. Um, and so we are going to be focusing on a lot of our native plants um, in our pollinator garden out in the wetland, as well as our new shade house where we'll be trying to actually plant some seeds to grow and plant next year in the wetland. And will Peavine Pete be out there? Yes. Ambassador <laughs> Peavine Pete will be a part of that day for sure. <laughs> Perfect. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, no, I just, you know, thanks for having me on. I'm, like I said, honored to be the recipient of this award and I'm excited to, you know, be able to tell everybody about how cool conservation is and we couldn't agree more (laughs) how much we love it (laughs) congratulations that really is exciting and I had met you a few times so I was excited (laughs) when I heard that you were the winner I thought it was very deserving thank you appreciate that (laughs) thank you and thank you everyone for listening that does it for this week's Nevada Wild again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.